0: Your kids are like arrows in the quiver of an archer or archery person. Someone who knows how to use the arrows very well. In as much as we love our kids, we buy them stuff. But you need to know that you and your wife and your kids, you are team against the works of darkness. We need to know that. We are to raise them to be able to live victorious life against all the wiles of the devil in every way. We need to live victoriously. Therefore, we have the beautiful privilege given by God to us to co-raise these children very well in light of eternity.
1: Hello and welcome to the Love Key Church podcast where we share our church's message of the week. My name is Heinz Winkler and together with my wife, children and our leadership team, we host Love Key Church here in Somerset West, online and on this podcast. It is our mission to help you to encounter God, align with His purposes, reign in life and help others to do the same. We trust that you will find this message empowering, encouraging and inspiring. Please share it with your friends and family and write a review for us. And a huge thank you goes out to those who have already done so. May you be thoroughly blessed as you listen to this message. This man loves Jesus so much. He loves God so much. He has so much depth in his knowledge of the word because he spends so much time with God. And you will find that when you speak to him, there's just something that is so special and so different. Um, He was called by God to be in this nation about 14 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah, 16. And um, he has been faithfully serving the, the bride of Christ. And so I want you to give a big love key, warm welcome to my good friend, Pastor Ade Omobagewa. It's a great honor and a privilege to be here
0: this beautiful Sunday morning. Javi, good to see you. Carol and the family. And every other person. It's a great privilege to be here. And to see what God is doing in Love Key Church. I remember when we started out, it was like, we're not sure. And I need to say to you, you have a man who loves God. No man is perfect, but you have a pastor who loves God. Absolutely. I love him so much. He said how we met by God's grace. The Bible says that the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. There are some friends that God will need to bring into your life that would send, that set you up for your purpose to be fulfilled. And I thank God for Heinz and his lovely wife who calls me my black friend. <laughs> and then she sees me, she says, My black friend. <laughs> I love her so much. Anopa, thank you so much. Anoma. And great greetings to your parents as well. Uh, I'm sure some of us know Heinz's father and his mom. They are both lovely couple. I love them so much. And of course, he has wonderful kids. His house is full. <laughs> he, he has a full house. <laughs> to God be the glory. <laughs> He's still trying to get to the 12. <laughs> we are looking forward to that. That has been being, being scriptural. And I need to tell you that I'm the only Nigerian Africana in the world. <laughs> Would you like to clap for me, please? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go straight into the word of God. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the entrance of your word, it's what brings light. Lord, I pray, I pray that you anoint my lips, O oh God. You grant me utterances by your spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask that you give us the heart of wisdom. And the heart of understanding in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. It is a privilege to be here. I'm going to talk about uh, fathers today. But I'd rather like to look at it from uh, a workshop perspective. A workshop perspective. Hallelujah. The dad's workshop Please, let's go straight to the scripture. Psalm 127, verse 3 to 5. Psalm 127, verse 3 to 5. I read from New James version. It says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall, be, but shall speak with their enemies at the gate. When the purpose of a thing is not known, it's abused. The word of God says... That our children are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of our youth. A man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed. They shall speak with their enemies at the gate. Your kids are like arrows in the quiver of an archer or archery person, someone who knows how to use the arrows very well. In as much as we love our kids, we buy them stuff, but you need to know that you and your wife and your kids, you attack team against the works of darkness. We need to know that. I heard a story of a man of her father, who was traveling. It was a pilot. And the mother normally would wake up in the middle of the night and go around the house just to check that the kids are okay. Around 3 a.m. in the morning, she woke up and went to the kids' room, ages five and seven. And she saw them kneeling down and praying. And she knelt down by their side, and she thought it was just like for... Five minutes, they were kneeling off about an hour, praying, and when they were through, she took them back in bed and left, only to hear the following day that the flight that the father was in, the plane crashed, and everybody died, and of course, the family was sad. Only, Around afternoon the following day, the father called. The father with the kids called. It was a connecting flight. He said, when was flying the plane, of course, they have co-pilot. He just developed headache. He couldn't continue with the flight. So, he had to stay. And someone else continued the flight. It was about the time that the kids were praying that the accident happened. Your kids are not for toys. They are to be raised as warriors for the sake of your family. They are not only to just get degrees. The best they can be is to work and earn money. But there there is more to life than what we see. Don't look at your boy or your daughter. Oh, my leafy. No, say my warrior. (laughs) When you say my leafy is fine, but my leafy warrior or my warrior leafy. You raise the child not to go and fight people, but to know spiritual truth so that your child can stand. It is for your sake. Raise your child well in the ways of the Lord. So we've been told here, the happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Heinz has four. Can you imagine? You want to come against his household. Four. Four boys. Three boys and a girl. I'm trying to prophesy on that, but no, no. It's not going to happen. (laughs) Three boys and a girl. Imagine them as warriors. You see what the enemy is afraid of. We need to know that. When we read that scripture, what God is saying to us is our kids, together with us, we attack team warriors in the arena called life. (laughs) In the arena that you call life, we attack team warriors. You have some very unreasonable neighbors as well. your kids will stand to defend you. Who has ever encountered that before? I did. When a neighbor was trying to harass my father when he was alive, my two older brothers just stepped on the scene. And the man just acted well. (laughs) So your kids are not just to bear your names. They are there. God has given them to you for you to raise them for his glory to raise them to fulfill his purposes in their lives God just borrowed your egg and your sperm to create the body and to make sure that you they look like you but that's just a packaging but the purposes he has for them It's your responsibility to cultivate, grow, and release into the world. Your family, your children, as fathers, we are to raise them to be able to live victorious life against all the wiles of the devil in every way. We need to live victoriously. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, we have the beautiful privilege given by God to us to co-raise these children very well in light of eternity. Some of us, we never had good fathers, unfortunately. Some of us, our parents divorced. Our fathers are not good examples. But God's love is the greatest example you would ever have. Embrace The love of God. So we are going to go to the workshops of some people. That workshop of some individuals. We are going to learn some lessons from them. There's a man called Jephthah in the Bible. Jephthah in the Bible. It's the book of George's chapter 11. From verse 1 to 11, you would see Jephthah's father used to visit the brothel because of his high libido <laughs> he used to visit some of us are like that you are very active he went to the brothel fell in love with one of the prostitutes impregnated her and brought the son home he acted as a responsible father not minding the shame that the community naturally will put on him. Happily married, brought this boy home and trained the boy in the knowledge of the covenant of God with Abraham. Some of us you probably have a heartbroken father relationship. But the word of God is there to help you and empower you and to heal you. And those of us that are mothers here, you probably don't see your husband acting in light of this truth. But you do well to learn this truth and together you raise your home, your children in the ways of God. Jephthah His brothers, his half-brothers and sisters, brothers, the Bible says, they drove him out of the house because their father died. And they said, you want to share in our inheritance? Get out of here, you bastard. And the boy left. He became a street boy. But the training that he learned from his father's workshop which was the scripture, which was God's word, he turned the street boys to responsible men and they became warriors. And when there was trouble in the land, the elders that connived together, when the brother said he should leave the house, they supported his brothers, half-brothers. They drove him out of the house. But when the whole clan was in trouble. They went to him and to tell him, ask him, please come and defend us. Come and help us. Some of us, God's word is retraining you. God is empowering you. He's building you up. Don't abandon your family. Go back to help with the knowledge Of God's word. That you have. He went back. And. He fought. Against the king of Ammon. When you have time. Go back and read. You will see that. This man was knowledgeable. About the history. Of Israel. The king of Ammon. Was trying to lie. But this young man. Was going back. Page upon page of history to tell him how much God was on their side. If his father never taught him, he would just have been a useless drug addict street boy. The word of God that you plant in your kids will rescue them in the future. Together, let us raise these children. They are projects. We have to discipline ourselves to raise them up in the ways of the Lord. And Jephthah told God and said, God, will you go into this battle with me? And God said, Yes. And I gave God a promise. If I should win this war, anything that comes out of my house, I would offer to you as sacrifice. On his way back, his daughter came out and he was sad. A lot of times, you don't want to look at that side of the story. You know why? Because a normal thinking man will not offer your child as a promise that you gave to God. But look at the side of what he must have done For his daughter to be willing to be the sacrifice on the altar. In order for his father to keep his promise. He was born in the brothel. His father brought him home. Raised him in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He went on the street. He survived the street. He turned street boys to army who loved God, and he raised his own child the way his father raised him. It's your responsibility to raise your children, not the pastor's responsibility. It's yours. Your kids spend more time at home with you than two hours session in church on Sundays. I'm encouraging us this morning Please let us learn the truth. Another workshop we are going to visit this morning is a workshop of Papa Job, Papa job in the Bible job jOB or job, any of which you want to call it. The Bible talks about job. He was actually a very successful businessman. An entrepreneur that God backed with his presence and blessings. He had everything. He was the richest man of his time. But something that was not good was the fact that Job did not raise his children know God like Jephthah's father did with Jephthah. The Bible says in the book of Job chapter 4 it says now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. They were having parties every weekend. It's organized party. But Job had no idea that children are arrows in the quiver of a father. Satan was discussing with God on how to go and attack Job to destroy everything. His kids were partying. But Jephthah did not party like Job's children. Are your kids being raised like Jephthah's father raised him in the workshop of his house? Your house is a workshop. (laughs) Your home is a workshop where you raise principles. You raise your kids. Schools don't raise kids. They idealize, they they give them ideologies. Hans and I, we don't believe in transgender. It's not of God. Bible says your children are arrows. Deliberately we must raise them. We must counter the works of Darkness. Deliberately, I raised my daughter. I encouraged her. I forced her. I encouraged her. She started a fellowship in her school. It's a fact. You can't, you can't play. They, they're encroaching on you. You raise them and put them there. They begin to bring, change the mindset for the sake of the gospel. We can't run away. This ground, this earth is ours, it belongs to our father. We can't run away. We can't run away. I refuse to run away. We have to raise our kids deliberately. Your house is a workshop. Brew. Your house is a workshop. My sister. Your house is a workshop. It's not only where you give, people, you give your children food. It's a workshop. Job did not do that. He did not teach the children in the family business. I let as an entrepreneur of these kids, whether they like it or not, you force them. But they are going to inherit it. That's the truth. Friends, come, friends, go. Your kids will not leave you. Isn't it? We shouldn't make the mistake that Job made. All his kids were doing was just to party. And they were all killed in one day. All of them. After having party, Daddy Job would come and say, Oh, these children. Oh, God. Let me offer a offerings to you in case they have sinned against you in their hearts. Kids that were able to organize parties, they are not teenagers. (laughs) They are not 14. And they were going to each other's house. Did he take them to the temple and instruct them in the ways of God? No, because if he did, like, like Jephthah, they would have stood together. And banded together as a stack team and say, Daddy, don't worry, we will stand together. We will pray. You know, you are succeeding when there are challenges in your house and your kids come to you and say, Daddy, don't worry, let us pray. Let us pray. All shall be well. No matter the situation, all shall be well. Don't leave your child to be raised. By someone who will not raise your child in the way of God that you believe. Jephthah brought his son to his house and told the wife, this son, I'm sorry. I messed up. Fine, but he's my boy. (laughs) He's my boy. He needs to come to this house with our other kids. He needs to be here because I need to raise him in the ways of the covenant of God with Abraham. Don't raise your children for the system of the world. To the better, to, to have the best money and the best cars. Satan is terrible. He steals, he kills and destroys. Hallelujah. I have a friend here. That something was going on in their family. I met him at the men's uh, program. And I saw he and his wife with AK-47 on their waist, ready to shoot. And I said, some things were going on in the family. I said, no, you can't fight flesh and blood. This is a spiritual fight. And they are winning. Are you not winning? Hallelujah, you must win. Truth sets free. Hallelujah. Jephthah was a bastard, like the way we say it, an illegitimate child. Which child is really illegitimate? If you don't start the process, no child will come. (laughs) You can pray from now to 10 10 years time, you must do the process. (laughs) For those of you that are believing God for children, that you don't have a child yet. According to the Bible, barrenness is not from God. Do you hear me? If you told God, I would raise him well. That's it. Don't say, I'm, I'm, I'm 49. No, I don't want to go there. Please, for the sake of the kingdom, go there. <laughs> <laughs> go there. <laughs> and if the devil is lying to you, say no. According to the word, I want quiver. My, I want arrows in my quiver for the sake of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So that is about uh, Jephthah and Job. You know, Job's situation was so pathetic. A man blessed by God, and he lost all his inheritance in one day. In one day. If he had raised his kids in the ways of God, and he was not the only person at fault. His wife also. What do you want? Porsche? Don't worry. Have the credit card. Just get anything you want. The wardrobe full of clothes. Servants. He never sat with his wife. We need to raise these children. They are arrows from the Lord <laughs> if you are married here go home today and tell yourself according to the scriptures these are arrows in our quiver we need to raise them in the ways of God something happened to me when I was young my father loved, loved me in class, I can't remember what I did. I was naughty. No, I forgot to bring a particular textbook about three occasions, and my teacher beat me. My teacher gave me a knock like this on the head, and I knew my father. You could beat his child on the bum, but you don't hit the child on the head. When I got home, I told my dad. It was a Friday. So said, what did you say? The teacher hit you on the head? Yes, I showed him I had a little bump. He didn't say anything. The following Monday, I saw my father with a police officer at the school. <laughs> the headmaster called the teacher to the office. I heard my father's voice raised You will go to jail for hitting my son and the head. It was serious uproar that the teachers had to go into the staff room. I was happy. I was <laughs> 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 but the teacher was not arrested, but my father made his point. You don't touch my child. You don't touch my child, whoever you are. I was naughty was. we were playing soccer, about six of us, somebody's side mirror was broken and the neighbors were shouting and screaming. My father came back from work and they were telling my dad, they wanted my dad to cut off my head. My dad said in their presence, What happened? I said, we're playing soccer. Soccer is a game you play with about six children. So did you take the shot? No, somebody passed the ball to me. So you are part of the whole situation. Get inside the house. When I got inside the house, my father said, I will beat you. No, I won't beat you. I'll be hitting the, the couch. You should be shouting for the neighbors to hear. He was hitting the couch. Pa,
1: Yeah! Yeah!
0: <laughs> A child, I think I was about nine. As soon as it was done, I wanted to go out. He said, come on, sit inside. When you go out, they will see that I didn't beat you. <laughs> so I had to sit inside the house. I could see the love of my father. One day, I overstepped my bounds. I gave him food. I thought I was about 14. Because of the games, I ran outside. I came back. He would have served himself. He, just, he was just straining me, like my daughter said. He was just straining me. He called me from the, from the football uh, pitch. We were playing a game, a serious game. I came. I gave him the food, and I left. I didn't give him water. He sent for me to come. And When I came, I left the game, I came, and he smacked me and said, when you serve food, put water first before you serve the food. And he didn't say you shouldn't go and play your game, but you need to be focused. My bonbon was hot. I learned the lesson. <laughs> and after that, I said, go and play your match again. Our home It's a place of love and it's a workshop. We need to know that. And there needs to be a team play between the mother and the father. In case you've been divorced, that's not a problem. But know that God will hold you responsible for how your children turn out. He gave them to you to be raised. For his kingdom. They may have your name. As a last name. That was what. um, Jeremiah's father taught. But God said. "You You are not a priest. You are a prophet. To the nations. The keys that we have. We are only custodians. And to release them. Into God's purpose. Or purposes for their lives. Please let us know that. Let me round off with this. The story of the prodigal son. That will encourage us. We know the story. The boy approached the father and said. Hey dad. How are you? Give me. The portion. Of my inheritance. Due to me out of your livelihood <laughs> dad just give to me please <laughs> give to me high five <laughs> give it to me <laughs> bible says the father divided his livelihood not his savings livelihood simply means his means of production what he will be able to retire on he did not ask the boy to bring blueprint of whatever business, business plan, he just divided and said, hey boy, bye. The boy stayed a little while at home. He just off he went. On his way out, he sent to roller Motors, please give me four by four Mercedes Benz. <laughs> SUV. <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> he drove off I, I pop off he went to Limpopo <clears throat> and from there he crossed to Namibia or whatever which country is over there he went to leave Bible says he lived recklessly And on his way back, he lost everything. He was actually eating, he wanted to eat the food meant for pigs, for swine. He was not even given the opportunity to even eat that kind of a food. And I said, yo, 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 he's a South African. Yo, 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 yo. yo. In my father's house, the servants... Eat better food. (laughs) I'm going back home. For food. The Bible says. Every day. The father. Would come. And look at the dusty road. That his son. Walked. Through. And he couldn't see his son again. Before he left home before he left where he went to squander the money and everything, he said, I'll go back to my father's house because I've sinned against heaven. And what? Against my father. At least the father had one thing going. He taught him about his God and their relationship. So he was coming home because he sinned against God. And his father. As a father here. You're probably. You've done something wrong. And the consequences. Are catching up on you. You can easily come back. To your heavenly father. Hallelujah. And whenever, whatever our kids do. We should learn. To forgive. But something happened. As I was meditating on this scripture. The Bible says the father will look. And he now saw him coming. The boy did not run to the father. The father ran to him. Why? And he fell on his neck and kissed him. And the boy was saying, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven. Daddy, forgive me. Forgive me. The father did not respond to him, back to him. The father just turned and gave the servants instruction. Get he, go and get the fatted the fatted calf and cook. Get the chef in place. Get the designer rope. The way it's looking now is looking like a to see is looking like a street boy. It's dirty. No shoes on his feet. Then okay. Put a ring. On his finger. What does this mean? The love. Of God. Is always waiting. For you. To come back to him. You must repent. Turn. From your wicked ways and back to God. Let me tell one of the reasons why I run to God so quickly. Because of the largesse, because of the blessings that are available once I get to Him. The Father said, Go and get designer suits ready for Him. (laughs) The shoes. Get ready for him. Hallelujah. And the boy did not say anything. They brought it away. Quickly. Ring quickly, quickly. Put it in his fingers. You know what the father was saying? Let the servants know that this is my boy. The boy will catch up to the love of the father. Because she was constantly saying, that I've sinned against you. I've sinned against you." If it was in Heinz Winkler's uh, idol competition, would have been singing on "Song of Repentance." <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. It would have been singing, "Oh God, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me." So but the father was looking at him. This is my extension. I created this one. This is me in front of me. The father restored him to authority. In his workshop is love. Love governs his workshop. The only tool in his workshop was love. The boy said disqualified himself. But the father did not disqualify him. The older brother was coming home. He heard the music and everything. He Say, Hey, the servants met hey, Come here, come here, come here. What's going on? Your brother is back. What the kind of music going on here is not normal house music. The, f- the father hired Heinz Winkler. With all the music, the band, the gear, the gear, boom him. So, what's going on here? Says, yay, hey, this, my brother is back. He just walked back, he just walked past his father. The father said, boy, come, 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 come. said, daddy, 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 I I, I have been with you. You did not even give me a goat. Do you see his mindset? A goat is of less value than a sheep. You don't even give me a goat to marry with my friends. The father said, what I have is yours. Did you hear that? What I have has always been yours. The love of God covers all sins. The depth of the love of God is the death burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the love of God for you and I. We need to embrace and let the blood speak on your behalf. Stop speaking by yourself. Let the blood speak on your behalf. Stop making noise. The only thing that God listens to is the blood of Jesus Christ. So I round off this morning because I want to be invited again. (laughs) I said myself, we're planning to have a joint service. So you're going to see your brothers and your sisters in Trees of Life. We're gonna plan it and we're gonna have a mix together service. Yes. Yes. So if you hit highs, you are hitting me. Be careful. You members, be careful. I'm just joking. You don't touch him. If I hear that you touch him, oh God. He's a loving loving man. I love him because he's a man who loves God. Harvey, you know he loves God. The wife knows he loves God. And the wife also knows that I love God. You know that this wouldn't have been if not for the walk we walk together. I remember. Oh. She was like, <laughs> why should this happen? This cannot happen. Because Calm down. I could see something in him. She is a righteous woman, this man, this woman here. She is no gray area, white, black. There's no. She's like the law of God. Do this, bab, if. You... <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. Don't worry. Let's, let's, just, let's just keep going. Aren't we happy about what is happening right now? Are we not happy? Very, very happy. Hallelujah. It's good to, for God to bless you with a lovely woman like her. A devoted wife. A devoted mother. Can we please rise on our feet, Amen. We went, please. We went to three workshops today. The workshops of of Jephthah's father. Jephthah was born out of wedlock. Some of us might have been born out of wedlock. That, That means nothing. You probably have a child out of wedlock. It doesn't make any difference. Just know the tools you have in your workshop please I want us to please raise our right hand and commit before God and say God give me wisdom to walk the workshop over my family over my children if you are by your husband stand in unity and say God give us wisdom to be able to raise our children in the ways of God and if you are divorced here it doesn't matter God is with you Holy Spirit is with you you are either a man or a woman here or you are watching online God His Spirit is with you He will teach you how to raise those children in the ways of God. Father, we thank you this morning. We say thank you, Heavenly Father. Make that commitment. Don't just keep quiet. Say it before God. Ask for his wisdom. If you are divorced you are a woman pray for God's wisdom upon the father of your children for God to give him wisdom because that's nothing you can do you can't just take him away take the children away from him God can send some mentors to you Father we thank you Please hands come. According to the Bible, a pastor is a spiritual father. I know you love your pastor. Let her come. Come. Come, Alif. warrior. Yes. I remember. God gave us Alana from Bible over coffee. Father, we thank you. Heinz is a spiritual father. I need to just allow that. According to the Bible, he's a spiritual father to all of you. All of you. And this fatherhood, you don't choose yourself to be one. God appoints you you can be sure to have a spiritual father who loves god and he can be very firm heinz is a very firm no-nonsense person you can't have two fathers you can only have one father in case he does something you don't like you have my phone number you can call me (laughs) Let's stretch forth our hands to bless him as your father, the father of the house. Father, we bless your son. As the father, spiritual father of this, your blessed children in this local assembly, we ask, oh God, like Paul, you would grant him wisdom and understanding to be able to lead the flock of God even better by day in the name of Jesus Christ. Let it be said of him, like Paul said, my children in whom I travail in childbirth until Christ be formed in you. Father, we thank you for your son and his dear wife. Two of them, you have made them, oh God, spiritual parents over this congregation. Thank you for the way you are dealing with them, you are you are working with them. Father, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord Almighty to your almighty be all the glory in Jesus name and everybody said don't forget Jephthah's father's workshop Job had a workshop and the prodigal son and the older brother the tool in his father's house was what love was love can you imagine if the prodigal son was like Jephthah will he ask to take the money and run away. Anybody? If the prodigal son was like Jephthah who defended the whole clan, if he was raised with that mindset, will he ask for money and go away? He will stay in the house. And the older brother will not say, you have not given me a goat. Please, raise your children In any grace God has given to you, it's your responsibility. Raise your children to take over from you. That's why God gave you those children. God bless
1: you. Thank you, my brother. Let's give Pastor Ade a big applause. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you so much. Say hello. Uh, wow, what a wonderful time in God's presence. Thank you, my brother. We love you so much. May God bless you. Let's also pray for Pastor Ade. Let's just reach out our faith in our hands. Lord Jesus, I pr- thank you for my brother. Thank you for his ministry. Thank you for what you are doing through Trees of Life and through um, all the other ministries that they have. We pray that you will bless them, that you will strengthen them, that you will multiply the gift that you have put inside of them. We pray for your protection and your provision in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Sunday. God bless you. We will see you next Sunday. And uh, remember to register for the Let's Feast. Please go get the link on our website and on our social media and on this post today. Thank you.